Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. People may not always see eye to eye with him, but they will always listen to his opinion. This is The Roy Green Show. Later on in the show today, we'll give you an opportunity to talk about any of the issues we've covered on the weekend. So there's going to be more opportunity to talk about Jack Letts, if you wish. I just have thought that we'd like to make a little bit of a course change here and get at the issue of the trial, the murder trial, surrounding the death of Colton Bushy. Now, people gathered across this country to speak out against what they called an unfair trial surrounding the death of Mr. Bushy, a Saskatchewan jury found Gerald Stanley not guilty of second-degree murder in the death of the 22-year-old Colton Bushy. That was on Friday. And it sparked debate across the country where, as Global News reports, many are calling the trial an example of racism that is still prevalent in Canada. Bushy of the Red Pheasant First Nation was shot dead August 2016, while sitting in an SUV that was driven onto Stanley's farm near Bigger, Saskatchewan. Stanley was found not guilty after 13 hours of jury deliberations. It was an all-white jury, and that has caused people to talk about racism. The Justice Minister for Canada and the Attorney General, Jody Wilson-Raybould, tweeted yesterday, after uh, Prime Minister Trudeau tweeted, just spoke with Justice Minister, I can't imagine the grief and sorrow the Bushy family's feeling tonight, sending love to them from the United States. That was Justin Trudeau. And then the Justice Minister tweets, Thank you, Mr. Trudeau. My thoughts are with the family of Colton Bushy tonight. I truly feel your pain, and I hear all of your voices. As a country, we can and must do better. I'm committed to working every day to ensure justice for all Canadians. So there's some issues and some questions here about whether or not the federal justice minister and attorney general should be tweeting in this way. Because what it sounds like is criticism of an individual case, an individual trial, and a jury. That's what it sounds like to me. And I'm not talking about the case itself. I'm talking about the sounds-like interference by the justice minister. David Budd is one of this country's top criminal lawyers. He's argued cases before the Supreme Court of Canada. He's based in Toronto, and uh, he frequently joins us on the air, but I think this is the first time we've talked to David when he's been on the top of a ski hill. That's right, Roy. Uh, great to be with you, and I hope uh, your listeners can hear me. We can hear you fine, David, and thank you so much for uh, interrupting your afternoon of skiing. What do you make of the Justice Minister and the statement that she tweeted? Well, you know, there are some uh, serious structural issues uh, to be looked at. Um, and, you know, I'm not criticizing anybody in the Colton uh, Bushy trial. Everybody, Crown prosecutors, defense and judge, all did their jobs in accordance with the rules as they exist. We can always, though, after an event like this that is greeted with widespread uh, disappointment, ask ourselves, are there things that can be done to improve the delivery of justice so that more people 
have confidence in the outcomes. And there are lots of people who do have confidence in this outcome. But can we expand that pool to include more and more people? And I think that's really the important issue that we need to look at going forward. Was the Justice Minister wrong? Does she compromise uh, this particular case in any way? And is there now some precedent set that could be negative, have a negative impact on the delivery of of justice in this country, according to the rules we always live by? Uh, No, I don't think that that uh, poses real difficulty. First of all, there's no interference while the case was ongoing. Everybody was silent, including the Justice Minister and the Prime Minister. Uh, Secondly, uh, you know, if there is an appeal, uh, the appeal courts are resolutely independent, and a couple of tweets uh, are not going to influence any judge uh, in the slightest. And uh, again, the bigger question, because this is where government and particularly elected uh, folks like the attorney general and the prime minister play a role we need to be asking ourselves how can we improve structurally the delivery of justice services and there's a real question about the adequacy of jury pools in communities like this and the importance of a representative jury not a jury that leans one way or another in appearance and i'm not suggesting this jury was biased because we don't know we weren't in the room but the appearance is problematic, and is there anything we can do to address that appearance? Because appearances, every lawyer will tell you that justice must not only be done, but be seen to be done. In other words, appearances matter, they matter deeply. So even if this jury got the right answer, if it doesn't look like it was fair, then to a very large extent it was not fair, and that's what we have to be concerned about. So we're talking about it being an all-white jury? Yes. Yes, and, and uh, you know, the, the perception is that that was unfair. Uh, is that perception accurate? Did the jury follow the evidence? Well, you know, Roy, you and I have spoken about this before. We don't know what goes on inside jury rooms, so we'll never know. But it's that perception. You know, if we flip it, and uh, let's say Mr. Stanley was convicted by all First Nations jury, would the perception of many people be, and reasonably so, that it was unfair? Sure. Uh, So, you know what, in a diverse country, uh, our justice processes should ideally reflect the diversity of that country. And the benefit of that, Roy, is that when a diverse group of people reaches a unanimous decision, nobody has grounds to complain about the appearances. And that's the great thing about a diverse jury, because it brings social peace by solving a controversial case and allowing us all to move on. I remember about 20 years ago speaking with a then Attorney General for the state of Washington, and he said essentially what you've just said, David, and he said if the perception is that you don't have a justice system, if that's the public perception, there was a lot of talk about whether we actually had a justice system or whether it was justice or even a system at that time. He said if the perception is that you don't have a justice system, then you don't. That's right. The the perceptions matter a lot because if people uh, perceive that it's unfair, they lose faith in it, And the next step is people start taking matters into their own hands, and that is the path down to anarchy. So we really need people to buy into a system. And incidentally, the people we need to buy into it the most are the people who are going to be disappointed by the outcomes. It's real easy to win a case and walk away and say, oh, this is great, I can go on with my life. But the people we need to be concerned about garnering their trust are the people who are adversely affected by jury outcomes. They're the most important constituency in terms of keeping 
the reputation of the justice system high. David, thank you very much for the time. We'll let you get the goggles back down over your eyes and go and show them how to get down that hill. Well, my, my pleasure, Roy. Happy to chat anytime. All the best. David Butt, criminal lawyer in Toronto on the issue of the federal justice minister and attorney general tweeting about the case of Colton Bushy's murder trial. It's not his murder trial, but the uh, the trial that um, came up with a uh, not guilty verdict in a second degree murder case for uh, the accused. Now, I'm just looking for the tweet from Jody Wilson-Raybould again. Thank you, at PM, Justice Trudeau. My thoughts are with the family of Colton Bushy tonight. I truly feel your pain, and I hear all your voices. As a country, we can and must do better. I'm committed to working every day to ensure justice for all Canadians. I'm not a lawyer, uh, but I read that, and I had concerns with the justice minister publicly on social media commenting in the way that she did. David uh, Butt told us there's no concern there that the if it goes to an appeals court that um, the Court of Appeal will not will disregard uh, this particular tweet or any tweets. When we come back, we'll get another legal opinion from our good friend Scott Newark, who was a Crown attorney in Alberta, and we'll talk to Scott about this. And I do remember, as David was talking, I remember speaking with the Attorney General for the state of Washington, who two or so decades ago told me, if the public perception is that you don't have a justice system, then you don't. Was there a problem with that jury being entirely white? We'll try to get some calls in as well at 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Is it the fact that it was an all-white jury a problem? 800-263-2428. And are you comfortable with what Jody Wilson-Raybould said, or is that an issue? 800-263-2428.